You're listening to Conversations, brought to you by TechSquare ATL. All right, I'm sitting here with Shamir Juwani, third-year student at Georgia Tech. Hey, Scott. Glad to have you, man. Thank you. It's been like uh, maybe a year and a half since uh, we first met, maybe two yeah, years. Yeah, it's been, it's been some time, actually. Yeah, you've, you've done a lot in those years. <laughs> you've come a long way. No, seriously, you, you, you do do a lot. You hack GT and Startup Exchange and BuzzBeat, and then we're going to talk about your company, but we'll wait the second segment. We'll start, and I want to really focus in on all this student startup stuff you're doing as sure. well as your student group stuff. So right. let's get started with the background. How the hell did the, do you get to Georgia Tech? Why did you choose Georgia Tech? What's going on here? So Georgia Tech, I don't know. I mean, I'm in state, right? I, I went to Brookwood High School. I uh, was in that area for the longest time, grew up here. And so it kind of made sense. I mean, there was only there were only two schools that I really wanted to go to, and that was Georgia Tech and MIT. So... Uh, funnily, funnily enough, that, those are the only two schools I ended up applying to. <laughs> I submitted early applications to both of those, and my thought process was, if I get into one of these, I'm going to one of these. If I don't, then I'll do regular applications for you know the standard amount of schools, like 10 or 15 that everyone applies to. Um, but thankfully, got into Georgia Tech. And then ultimately, I decided you know this was the school I was going to go to regardless because of hope and you know because I'm in state. I can see my little sister every weekend. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and so it made sense. And so Georgia Tech you know, solid computer science program, which is what I wanted to pursue. Um, two and two, you know, equals four. <laughs> Boom. So uh, technology, computer science, yes. get that. W- when did the startup and entrepreneur stuff start? Was that before you got to tech? It's actually a crazy story. It's been quite a whirlwind since I got into Georgia Tech. But the first year of my attendance, there was nothing, you know, there was none of that. It was basically, you know, the whole mm-hmm. standard, oh, you know, take classes, like, you know, take some computer science classes, figure out. Like, what, did, what year did you start? Uh, 2012. 2012, okay. Yes. Oh. So Same year I arrived back from Boston. So <laughs> that's awesome. There you go. Yeah. So, you know, first year was totally uneventful, you know, discovered some stuff, started BuzzBeats. That was cool. Mm-hmm. But apart from that, there was nothing really, you know, happening. It was just the standard, um, you know, oh, shoot for, shoot for like a, top-notch, you know, corporate job at Google or Facebook or something like that. Um, just, you know, keep gunning for that. Take, you know, your standard Java courses and computer science and kind of go, you know, the, the stay, you know, staying with the, staying with the flow. Mm-hmm. So um, then I had, I, I managed to land an internship at Boeing, which was super cool. No, yeah. um, that's, no, I, that's a parent's dream. Right. And My son's so, at Georgia Tech and he's got a job with Boeing. Right. So I was incredibly grateful. I was like, how, I don't know who I impressed. I don't know how this happened, but I'm doing it. And so I spent that summer at Boeing. That was that was super cool. Um, but about halfway through, I started feeling a little bit weird because um, it was it was a bit uncomfortable. Just because I, as I, you know, as well as they treated the interns as well as good as the pay was and everything, it was a solid internship program. I had a lot of fun. But yeah, halfway through, things started feeling a little bit stale. Things started feeling a little um, not engaging enough. And I kind of sat down and thought about it a little bit, and what it came down what it came down to was there's 175,000 employees at this company. Mm. No, no matter what I do, especially as an intern, yeah, one one of eight 1,800 interns, by the way. Yeah, wow. <laughs> um, yeah, as an intern, whatever I do is probably not going to make an impact. Um, you could probably nuke my entire department, and no one would notice. <laughs> like, there's still 174,000 people left. Yeah. You know? So, so it's it was you know it was a blast, but I wasn't feeling like I could make you know a contribution that would affect people's lives, and my work didn't feel like it didn't feel very significant, and so it started feeling a little bit empty. And so mm. I started talking to a good friend you may know, Chintan. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and he, you know, he, he got involved with the startup exchange, which was founded in 2012, but I hadn't really been involved with it. Uh, and so he said, yeah, you know, you should, you know, when you come back, you know, we should definitely get talking about, you know, entrepreneurship and pursuing, you know, the startup scene, maybe getting an internship at a startup, something like that. And, uh, so no, had Shintan is Shintan Preek, right? Yes. And so Shintan had, had he taken over like the startup exchange world at that time or no, was at the time he was, uh, just involved with, you know, Samira and, um, the two founders who were Ashwin mm-hmm. and Jerome. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, they, they had this thing going and I didn't know much about it. I was like, oh, you know, this sounds like, oh, this sounds risky. This sounds like something I'm not really familiar with at all. But, you know, as I talked more and more to Chintan over summer, I was like, you know what, this is, I think this might be what I need because this way I can go, go out and make an impact in the world and do something that I care about, that I'm passionate about. Um, and so... You know, that, that I, my mind was kind of set on that for the second half of that summer. And so kind of wrapped up things. But near the end of the summer, I, I heard this one quote. As cliche as this sounds, this definitely kind of solidified the game plan. Um, the quote was, if you don't build your dream, someone will hire you to build theirs. Mm, and mm-hmm. I was like, oh, man, that is that is it right there. That's, that's <laughs> that crystallized your summer. Right. Uh, the, the self-awareness you grant. Right. You, you got. So it was very, uh, for lack of a better word, cathartic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, yeah, you know, this is it. So I came back got involved with the startup exchange, met the whole crew, um, and quickly came, came to realize that this group of people is incredibly driven, always put like 110% into everything. Um, their passion for just doing, you know, going out and building cool stuff. Mm-hmm. That's, that, that was it. So for listeners who aren't really familiar with startup exchange, this is a student-led group. This, yes. is, this is students saying, look, we want to have a conversation about entrepreneurship and student uh, startups and all this stuff. And we're going to organize. This will be kind of, is that a fair assessment? Yes. So Startup Exchange was gathering people. And then now I remember Ashwin and Jerome getting a space in the library, yes, right? And you, you have your little clubhouse in, in, in the library, <laughs> packing awesome. them in. It's like prime real estate. And you guys it make. to us, which is cool. Is it really? Yeah. Cool. So and that room is ours 24-7. Wow. It's not just some room that we meet in weekly. It's. Fully dedicated to startup exchange. So th- th- that's that's been like, that was a catalyst within the student body, it right. seemed like. And from startup exchange, there's a couple other things going on, right? So HackGT, how does yes. HackGT come into that play? That's also a funny story. So once I got involved, you know, I realized quickly that building cool stuff is what I wanted to do. And um, then I went to my first hackathon that second month of that year. So like August, you know, I started getting involved. When I came back to school that year, second year, got involved with the exchange. September, I went to my first hackathon, which was MHAX2. Mm-hmm. And I had gone. Is a mobile-based one or Maryland? This was Michigan. Michigan, okay. Yeah. And it was an M somewhere there. Right? Yeah, it had in the big house, you know, Michigan Stadium. Mm, Crazy. Wow. Um, but they were the largest hackathon in the world at the time, which was awesome. And so I went there not knowing literally anything. I was like, I don't know what I'm going here for. I don't know what I'm going to do. But you know, brainstorming, talking to all these thousands, you know, this thousand plus people. Um, talking to everyone, getting ideas, you know, learning how to build stuff with like, you know, APIs and figuring out all that crazy stuff. 36 hours later, I had built something awesome. And I, that, that electric thrill when it like works and people get to use it, that was the coolest feeling. And so from there, I thought, you know what? This, we need to bring this to Georgia Tech. Mm. So I came back, met my good friend Pav, mm-hmm. um, and we put together a small team. Pav, you let people know Pav's, Pav's last name. Pavlin Tukral. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> we all know him as Pav, but yes, you know. yeah. It'll be in the show notes. All of the stuff will be in the show notes. We'll make sure Ashwin and Jerome and the whole crew gets that credit. <laughs> They're getting the recognition they deserve. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. These guys were like early, early pioneers. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. 
Um, but yeah, so I met him. We put together a small crew of just four people. It was myself, Pav, my friend Brooke Vakovsky, and my fourth friend, Eric Zhang. Mm-hmm. And so it was the four of us who formed a group called Hackett Tech. Mm-hmm. That was HackGT before it was HackGT. Gotcha. So we started looking into what it would take to throw a 500-person hackathon in the, in the following spring, mm-hmm. like the very next semester. So, you know, we worked hard, put together a sponsorship package, started reaching out to companies, uh, started recruiting more people who were interested in the same vision. You know, we went to more hackathons throughout that semester. um, And we, you know, we quickly built up this passionate small group of people. um, And from there, we decided, you know what, we just want to go out. Like, you know, we just want to shoot out the gate. So we're going to push this back one more semester to the following fall Mm -hmm. and scale up to a thousand people. Mm. We're going to pull this thing off. And so there were a lot of hard work and determination um, talking to uh, all of our friends who are interning or full-timing at, you know, different various companies, you know, locked in a ton of sponsorship. We were able to put together this vision of, you know, expecting greatness and achieving greatness. Mm-hmm. That, was our, that was our motto for HackGT. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I, you know, we pulled it off. It, was, it just started from that one hackathon that I went to. That's crazy. And um, a year later, you know, HackGT happened, which is, that timeline is nuts. It is, it is nuts. <laughs> and what you guys were able to pull together, and it, you know, it's such a stellar event and getting people from all over, driving in, flying in, you know, the whole, spending the weekend building stuff out. And, and a very impressive roster of technology companies that were sending their developer evangelists to, right. to build with you guys. And, and of course, you know, you guys helped Square on 5th and, every, and the whole thing. Yeah, Square on 5th, uh, Hypopotamus, I think, helped promote that. And mm-hmm. uh, Sandbox Crew, the whole... You know, you guys are just doing good things. It's easy to promote something when you guys got... That means guys, a lot. Thank you. Well, you know, it, this is the thing. I don't think a lot of people realize how much is going on from, a, I would call it, like a student grassroots effort. Right. And certainly with Startup Exchange being that catalyst, HackGT being a huge catalyst, um, Startup Semester going on yes. still, right? Startup, that's that's kind of within that... Program. Program, right? That's yeah. the very first program, Startup. So talk a little bit about that too, because I, and, and that's been a little fun thing to watch. Startup Semester is really cool. I actually participated in this past fall's uh, cohort. Mm. So um, Startup Semester is a 10-week-long program uh, in which well, you know many teams, like they get 30 to 50 applications every semester. That many teams apply. They accept five to seven-ish and that's run by three awesome guys, Partha Onova, Hunter mm-hmm. Rosenblum, and Pranil Vora. Mm-hmm. And so these three guys, you know, have experience and are uh, they they guide these five to seven teams throughout the process of customer discovery, product validation, you know, going out there and making sure your product actually has a place in the world and that it actually, you know, has an impact slash solves a problem. And so it was it's a very cool program, very thoughtfully put out. Every week, you know, the teams meet up for two hours on Tuesdays and, uh, you know, go through everything, go through the next steps, like, you know, set up interviews with however many people, uh, have mentors come in of different kinds of, and of various backgrounds. Uh, it's, a, it's a very awesome program. And so the goal is by the end of the 10 weeks, you should be ready to, you know, you should have a product that's all ready to go, have the whole business model planned out, and you're ready to jump into like an accelerator or, you know, grab funding or straight up just launch, you know. So, so it's, a, it's a solid program. Very, very helpful if you're looking to kickstart an idea of yours. Mm-hmm. Well, and those those three are student driven, uh, and it's amazing to see the the cultural change that's happening within the student population because of those three. I think it's a combination of those three over the past two years. It's really created this this grassroots movement, as you mm-hmm. said. Yeah, yeah, certainly with you know the um, startup uh, lab and uh, summer startup program that right. uh, Venture Lab put together. It, it was it wasn't like they had to promote this idea. There was already such a, a, a pent up demand for it because of what you guys were doing. Now, um, with that, you know, those, those 
things. You you, uh, you get a little notoriety as well to uh, uh, doing uh, a little bit of hacking yourself with a, a, cert, a certain <laughs> app. Is that right? Possibly. Yeah. Uh, that's that, that's that's where it's held. You know, you'll share a little bit about Yo. <laughs> um, yes, Yo. Yo is an app that came out sometime last year that allows you to create a small friends list and by tapping their name, you send them a yo. Literally, it just pops up a little notification on their phone that says, yo, and that's it. Just like saying hi, right? Just yes. It could be a lot of different things. It's just yeah. a binary yo. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so when this idea came out, we were like, what the heck is this app? It is absolutely useless. Um, I don't understand where he pulled a million dollars from for this thing. You know, I don't know. Like, we, it was just, it was badly designed at the time too when it mm-hmm. came out. It was mm-hmm. poorly done. Um, the, all the all the press, you know, talked about how it was made in eight hours. You could tell it was made. Yeah. In eight hours. <laughs> You're like, this is an eight hour project. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's pretty bad, and I don't think that you know we 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 didn't like it that much. It was. Yeah. It, it was getting so much attention. Yeah, for, right? for almost no good reason. And you're like, this is just, why is this getting attention? This right. is randomness. So Chintan, Jay, Jay Duskar, mm-hmm. he's awesome. Um, and myself, we sat down one night. We were roommates last summer. And so we sat down one night in, I don't know, like June or something. And <laughs> just started chipping away at it a little bit. Um, Seeing where the chinks in the armor were, huh? <laughs> yeah, poking around a little bit. One thing led to another. And uh, we found out, we found a couple of different major security flaws which could impact all these, you know, I don't even know, hundreds of thousands of people using this. Yeah, they had just picked up, it had just gone so viral, yeah. right? And so, you know, we poked around a little bit. We were pretty white hat about it. We didn't, you know, go out and publish these exploits and let everyone use them. Um, but we were able to discover ways to, you know, retrieve other people's contact information and their contact lists. Wow. Um, yeah. We were able to send, like, flood people with yo's and completely, you know, disable, like, you know, just knock out their wow. capabilities. It was, it was, It was nuts. And so... Like we could send 10,000 yo's to one of our friends. One thing led to another and we were like, oh, you know what? I think, so the, the founder, Or Arbel, his name is spelled O-R. And so we figured that's his username as well. Mm-hmm. So we, you know, poked around a little bit, uh, pretended to be him. And, you know, we found his phone number. Oh, wow. <laughs> we yeah. texted him, hey, is this the founder of yo? He calls us back a minute later from Israel, says, guys, what? <laughs> what is going on here? <laughs> yeah. So, you know, we laid it down for him. He, I mean, he kicked us all out of the app and blocked our accounts and everything. But um, we emailed him and we said, hey, look, this is what we broke. This is how you fix it. Do this. Mm. Uh, but then we also reached out to, you know, TechCrunch. Yeah, a couple, and, couple of publications. Right. So, so we, there was a TechCrunch story published the following evening. And it you know starts off with three Georgia Tech students hacked. Yeah. yeah. It, Good. Was, it was a fun story. Yeah, fun Georgia story. Tech up on the, on the top, <laughs> top line of the articles. Right. That's all that matters. That's good stuff. Well, we'll, we'll pick up that story uh, in the second segment of our conversation. But I did want to come back to something you, you know, it was like at the beginning of your your tech career, right. Georgia Tech career, starting BuzzBeats. What is BuzzBeats? <laughs> BuzzBeats is not related to any of the things I've been yeah, talking his, about. This is far. pre-startup world, yes. right? Yes. Um, I started making funny noises with my mouth in like eighth grade, continued doing so through high school, and then... Another person, uh, we, we had all, all the people who were incoming freshmen for 2012, we, there was a Facebook group, you know, Georgia Tech Class of 2012. So one guy named Lalit Devraj, he posted in the group and he said, hey, does anyone beatbox? Does anyone want to like form a beatboxing club? Because there is none. And so a few of us were like, yeah, let's do it. You know, let's meet up in the first week of school. We all met up. It was like three of us. Um, and we slowly started expanding four or five people. And uh, we decided, hey, you know what? Our group, BuzzBeats, should be dedicated to teaching people how to beatbox, teaching each other how to beatbox, uh, you know, training people, and then performing around Georgia Tech and ultimately performing around Atlanta. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, so that's been going amazingly well. You know, we are, are, are we're, we're the first pure beatboxing crew at Georgia Tech. Oh, wow. So there's plenty of acapella groups, but there's nothing focusing on beatboxing. Pure beatboxing, yeah, that's right. Right. And so we decided, you know, we really want to teach people vocal percussion. Like this is this is a thing and mm. it exists and people love it. Mm-hmm. So, you know. And you started, guys just had a huge performance, right? Yes, yeah. we've had a couple actually, which is awesome. Uh, our, our popularity... You know, thankfully, skyrocketed the first two years. Last year, we opened for Dev and Turquoise Jeep at our homecoming concert, wow. which was our like headline performance. Um, but then a few weeks ago, we actually had a an awesome gig at the High Museum of Art for the college night, which was another major performance. You know, we've had awesome things all around Atlanta. We've actually f- performed in Athens before, mm. uh, been invited out. And, uh, we've you know, we've, we've seen some great success. And I'm very, I'm very glad for the, about the way things are going. Uh, we have... An awesome group of you know new freshmen sophomores who were kind of grooming to continue you know carry the carry the torch, um, and it's going to be you know these 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 kids are learning really really fast. Dang, and it's really awesome. And so you know we're hoping that this continues. Is there like a, a library uh, that we're people or a site? Are you guys on YouTube? You got a YouTube channel yes, or we have a YouTube Sound channel. SoundCloud? What do you got? We're we're GT Buzzbeats on Facebook and YouTube. Wow, so you get plenty plenty of music we can pull maybe for some interstitial here in this right. this conversation. We're trying to get our hands on some better recording equipment. Right now it's, you know, like standard DSLRs and stuff. But, mm-hmm. you know, something something better would be cool down the line. Well, you still, you got to have the skills to begin with. Then you get, <laughs> Which I think we do. Then you get the technology. Yes. Well, do you feel anything in, in, inside you right now? You want to you wanna go off and do a little uh, beatbox here as we go to break? <laughs> uh, if you insist, I guess. All right. I'll twist your arm. Ten seconds. Try something. Just something and then uh, we'll find something else uh, and then we'll come back and talk for the about your company. <laughs> sure. <laughs> great man <laughs> well we'll uh, we'll come back and uh, talk more about the company and uh, really enjoyed the the first part of our conversation look for the second thanks We're back. We're back for second segment with Shmir Juwani. Hello. <laughs> Long time no talk. Right. It's, it's been, been a forever. whole five minutes. Yeah. I hope you enjoyed the music on the interstitial there. It was um, pretty dope. It was dope. I mean, it's Brett Rakestraw puts things together where he finds good stuff. And, uh, you know, I think you might have recognized that tune. Mm-hmm. I certainly hope you found something you recognize at least. All right. So we're now um, shifting gears. The first segment we really talked about. Your, your student journey, um, student um, groups that you've been helping start, startup groups and Buzzbeats, and and now you have a company. Right. You're still in school. You're building that, yeah, that finishing, almost finished with, with almost getting out of Georgia Tech, uh, and now you have Equip. Right. I do have Equip. You have Equip. So what is Equip? Where, where, where'd this come from? I'll give you the background first. So I'm, I'm a musician. I've been playing several instruments for many years, since I was like 10. Um, you know, started with piano, picked up, you know, clarinet, drums, ocarina, <laughs> just, you know, been playing all this stuff my whole life, basically. Triangle? And, uh, Have you tried the triangle? 
The triangle's pretty fun. Okay, There's limited capabilities, but... <laughs> oh, I just got a harmonica two days ago. That was cool. Dang. Um, that was fun. I, I realized, you know, Saturday night, I was like, wait, why don't I have a harmonica? So I ordered a <laughs> harmonica, and thanks to the glory, glorious service that is Amazon Prime, I had one Monday. Boom. So, yes, I have a harmonica now, and I'm learning that. Anyway, so, you know, I'm a, obviously a huge fan of music. Got into producing music a little bit after eighth grade, so I've been doing that for a few years now, too. And there's... You know, I, I, I met a fellow producer, Adam Shiruga, um, last August, September-ish. Mm-hmm. And um, so we were just talking production, and um, it was a funny story because, you know, as, as a producer, like the music production industry itself is kind of underserved. Uh, there's some stuff that could be, you know, brought into the 21st century. Could, things could be updated a little bit. Um, in general, you know, the infrastructure and all the services available in the music production industry aren't that good. And so I happened to be sitting in on a startup semester meeting uh, I wasn't in the program at the time. Mm-hmm. I was sitting in on a meeting. That's where I met Adam, actually. Adam came up and like practiced his pitch, and Adam pitched about a, a, a platform for being able to distribute music production plugins. Uh, plugins, just for you know those who are unaware, uh, music production plugins are just additional ways like instruments, synthesizers, you know, like drum kits, whatever, audio effects like reverb and whatnot that you can apply to your audio when you're producing music in order to, you know, mangle or distort or change the audio in some way. Like if you wanted a piano, if you wanted a piano to sound like it's in a cathedral, you know, mm-hmm. you put on like a massive uh, reverb thing and select like the cathedral option and it sounds like it's echoing like crazy. So these are all the different audio effects collectively known as plugins that you can apply to your music to increase the the range of tools that you have to produce music. And so there's no central way to find them. And so Adam pitched this idea of a central marketplace and I realized, wait a second, this is a really brilliant idea because nothing like this exists. Mm. Right now, the only way to find plugins is throwing keywords at Google and hoping you land on something. You hit something, right? Yeah. Right. And plugins can get expensive. They're 100 bucks, 200 bucks, you know, 500 bucks. All the high-end ones are 800 plus. Um, and if you find the wrong thing, you buy the wrong thing, and then you're out yeah, of money. Yeah, right? you've got you've you've you spent two hundred dollars to find out that it was the wrong one. Right. And the other option is going to Guitar Center and buying a CD, if <laughs> an outdated CD. If you still have a CD <laughs> drive in 2015, yeah. my new MacBook does not. You know, so that's automatically not an option. Um, and so it's it's pretty hopeless. Like it's all it's all fragmented. It's all over the place, and there's not enough like trial versions or trial versions are like crippled. It's just it's kind of a mess. So building a central platform is a really good idea. And so Adam and I talked, one thing led to another, and I hopped in on the startup semester program with him. Hmm. I was able to join mm-hmm. um, the cohort. And so we are now building Equip, which is a plugin itself for your music production software. Um, and so during your session, without having to leave your session, within your software, you can fire up Equip. And instead of seeing a standard you know, audio effect or something, you would see a marketplace of plugins. Hmm. And so you have access to hundreds of plugins that are all in one place. You can browse through all of them. And the real kicker is not only can you read reviews, comments, whatnot, and see what, you know, descriptions and what they look like, but you can play with them as if you already own them. Oh, wow. Which, so it's kind of a trial thing. Huh? Yes. It's, it brings a whole new meaning to try before you buy because it's wow. not like download, you know, it's not like sign up and like install the trial and download it, enter this key or whatever, free for 30 days. It's literally at your fingertips for infinite use. That wasn't the country western twang I was going for. <laughs> I wanted a different kind of country western twang, right? Exactly, yeah. So, you know, you can search, you can find what you want, play with all of them um, on your own music, and once you're ready to purchase, you purchase and you own it. Hmm. Seamless upgrade. Nice. That's it. And, and it's built? It's out there? We're, we're working on working it. Working on it. That's, 
And how far along are you guys with that? We're going, you know, it's, it's going pretty well. But both he and I are CS majors. We're both technical people, um, and we're very enthusiastic about building this. So we've been building it for some time now. Uh, it's coming along pretty well, but we're not done yet. Mm-hmm. We're we're still in the process of you know prototyping, testing. We're hoping to have our, our prototype slash version one ready by April in time for the Adventure Prize Finals. Mm, that's right. You're you're in that right yes. now. Yes. Right? Thankfully. So uh, for those who aren't aware of the Adventure Prize, what, what is this Adventure Prize thing? The Adventure Prize is um, Georgia Tech's annual competition for inventions, basically, you know, innovating. And so there's, uh, I think, like uh, 50, 60, I don't even know how many teams were there initially, but there are a few different rounds. So at the semifinals, only 30 teams advance. Uh, and then the finals, which we're in now, have six teams. Wow. So the final six. It's 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 crazy, and we're going to be on GPB on April first. April first, full April 50, Fool's Day. People. Yeah, <laughs> right. It's like not a perfect joke, timing. You know, perfect happening. timing. Yeah. So yeah, because that's 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 broadcast live, right? And yes. that's um, and so that's you know that's basically to showcase you know people's innovations in any space. Um, you know, we're up against some of the coolest inventions I've ever seen. Um, and I'm hoping that, you know, things work out pretty well, but they, you know, they reward the top winner with uh, 20,000 cash, uh, free patent filing and, um, you know, legal help and some other stuff. There's also a People's Choice Award that's like $5,000. There's, you know, a couple different, couple different things here, but it's mainly just rewarding innovation and building cool stuff. Yeah, I mean, to be the final six is a pretty cool thing. Yes, we're very, we're very grateful that we came this far. And it would be cool to walk away with the right. with the cash prize, right? Right. Uh, and notoriety, but you know, you're going to be on you know television, presenting what you're doing and and getting that awareness. Right. Now, are are you guys uh, are you guys bootstrapping or are you, uh, how do you how are you at building? The moment, yes. At the moment, yes. We've had very minimal costs because most. Yeah, of it's really just costs, the two of you guys building, right? Yeah, we're just building. So when it, when it comes time, you know, we'll need some infrastructure costs, but that's probably when you know when we'd start maybe considering like raising some amount of, some amount of money in the form of maybe. You know, bootstrapping or not bootstrapping. Sorry, um, either you know raising some investment or mm-hmm. you know crowdfunding it among you know the musician community, something like that. There's a couple options. How, how big of a market do you think you're you're going to be going after here? So it's a pretty niche market. Our market cap is in the tens of millions. Like, you know, it's it could it could float up to around a hundred sometimes, but it's not like a billion dollar market. There mm-hmm. are no. It's not a huge, crazy size market. But I would imagine that would be one of those markets that once you got a reputation, got people started using that. It, it's right. It is definitely uh, one of those things that would would go. Mouth, uh, word of, uh, I always say mouth to mouth. That's not right. <laughs> yeah, word of mouth is what I'm going yes, for. Absolutely. Word of mouth. And it's already been happening. We have a ton of beta signups. You know, they're all, beta signups are open on our website. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, it's it's been spreading mouth to mouth, actually. Mouth to mouth. <laughs> See, I, I See, infected the, you. You've, you've I infected you. This yes. is great. <laughs> it's been spreading by, via word of mouth. Mainly. I, I want to see a slide on an <laughs> uh, investor pitch deck where it, it talks about our mouth to mouth. Mouth to mouth, yes. Mouth to mouth is really strong right now. <laughs> I know I know this will have succeeded if someone has uh, right. messed our up there. Our market penetration is, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. This is going to go wrong. <laughs> this is going to go really wrong. Right, how not to pitch. <laughs> exactly. To VC. Which faux pas not to play with. Um, so, okay, so you're, you're building, and how, so how, do you, how, does, how does someone balance that between, you know, schoolwork and, and building startup and it's running 42,000 student groups that you've started and spawned? I mean, it's on. pretty tricky. Like, I've got buzz beats in 20 minutes. You know, it's like, you know, it, there's there's always something on the schedule. Yeah. Which, uh, it's it's pretty exciting. It keeps things pretty fresh, but it's all it's all time management. I've had to learn, you know, it's it's been beat into me. Like, I want to do all these things, and 
it's come to a point where like, you know, I've stripped out like over the past year or two, I've stripped out things that I don't really, you know, feel like I should be involved in anymore mm-hmm. or things that aren't really relevant to my interests, mm-hmm. you know, just yeah, organizations. Stuff certainly paring back and making room for what you want. Right. Right. And so now it's come down to the bare minimum that I like really, really care about. Like mm-hmm. the, the small group of things that I'm incredibly passionate about and don't want to let go of. Mm-hmm. But it's still a lot of stuff, right? You know, yeah, it is. It's cool classes that are really freaking hard. Um, <laughs> Georgia Tech does that too. Right. I took, I decided to take all the wrong classes all at once because <laughs> I didn't realize any of the stuff would be happening. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, I'm taking artificial intelligence classes, which is nuts. I'm doing, you know, startup exchange stuff. There's, um, Equip, there's Buzzbeats, there's HackGT. Um, and it's, there's, like I said, there's always something on the schedule. It's all time management. And it hurts my sleep schedule. You know, I take naps when I can. Fortunately, you're at an age where uh, cell, cell recovery is faster. So <laughs> right. you're okay with that. I mean, right. Gen- genetics are on your side <laughs> right now. So um, you, you mentioned HackGT is still part of that thing that we talked about in the first thing. You, you're building Equip now, but you've got a vision for HackGT, right? So what's, where's yes. HackGT going? And, and then how do you do that? And, and then where does Equip go from here? So I think there, um, there's, I'm, I have some pretty grand visions for both of those because with both of them, I'm trying to serve two different communities here, mm-hmm. right? With HackGT, I'm trying to enable as many students as possible to build cool stuff. Yeah. And it, what's neat is you, you have your big HackGT event. Right. But you're doing a lot of different small things, uh, entry-level stuff, medium yeah, stuff, travel lot, you know, stuff. small hack nights and whatnot, like local things. Mm-hmm. We go to hackathons around the U.S., so, you know, it's all introducing people to the community, which is several hundred people strong at this point, which is very cool. Yeah. Um, and yeah, anyway, so we're trying to serve, you know, the general, you know, technical population, the enthusiastic population on that side. Then on the equip side, we're trying to serve all the musicians. We're doing it for the musicians. You know, mm-hmm. we want to see this thing exist so we can use it, so musicians can use it. You know, mm-hmm. so producers all around the world have an easier time in life because we, we interviewed hundreds, like I think, yeah, I want to say close to actually well over 100 people, uh, 100 different producers of varying degrees of fame, actually, um, about, you know, this issue and whether or not it existed. And pretty much unanimously, they were like, this would be awesome. This would be great. Any any local famous ones we would know? Maybe. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I don't don't know if they want to be named yet, but, you know, we're working on public partnerships. As an aside, did you see the the Vice series on... on Atlanta. Yes, it's awesome. Good stuff, isn't it? It's very cool. Yeah, man, that's that's an eye opening eye opening world of what's happening music wise here. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I'll include that in the show notes as well in terms of the device uh, <laughs> yeah. series. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not. It's, it, they haven't. Uh, they they still have a couple more episodes to tr- drop right, on. I think, that, I think two more episodes. Yeah. They just released like episode eight. But yeah, noisy Trap noisy music. Atlanta. All about yeah, noisy. That's right, noisy. Noisy. Noisy is like a vice subbrand. That's whatever. a subbrand. Yeah. yeah, noisy. But they're they're, they're focusing on trap. Yes. Which is... It's crazy. Cool stuff. But yeah, so we're servicing, you know, two different groups here and I can I can see both of them just becoming very, very solidified, you know, parts of those communities. Mm-hmm. Um, very strong representations of those communities that are there to help. And you guess, I mean, on HackGT and Startup Exchange, you guess are doing a great job of actually making sure the baton keeps getting passed. Because, you know, Ashwin and, and Jerome and, and the crew, the early crew, did the same thing, right? right. They, they started, but then they found folks to groom right. and then, you know, to take over. And then you know, now you're grooming that next generation. It's really cool to see the geometric curve of how many people are being involved uh, in terms of the leadership a bit. Right. And also the, the true diversity between gender diversity and, and major diversity that's getting involved too. It's It's very awesome. It's very cool to see the growth in this community and you know from that growth arise 
the, the the people who are truly passionate who want to carry the torch you know they they step up they step up and give it their all without asking for anything in return and we notice you know we were like these these are the guys these are the ones who are going to carry the torch whether we like it or not and we like it we like it a lot well there's there's a lot for us to to, to cover in terms of how to find you how to find all this stuff let's mm-hmm. let's do a little quick litany so how do, how what's the best way if people want to go get to know Shmir better social media wise where, where, where are you where's where's your jam Facebook is, I usually keep Facebook restricted to people I know, mm-hmm. um, which is suddenly a crazy amount of people. Yeah, I know. It's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. Twitter. Twitter is probably the best way. Honestly. What's your Twitter handle? At Sir Dragonai. Dragonai is my musician name. And so, yeah, I'm trying to get my hands on at Shamir, but that's currently owned by some really dank looking dude who I can't reach. I, I can't reach. I just, <laughs> he won't respond. But I want that handle. But for the time being, it's at Sir Dragonai, which mm-hmm. you can put in the show notes, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. Put that there. And then uh, HackGT is pretty straightforward, right? Right. Hello at hackgt.com. There you go. And then uh, we've got Startup Exchange. So that's Startup with no E exchange, right? Exchange is... So there's an E. There's an E now. Our Twitter handle has no E. That's right. That's where I get it. This is the (laughs) Twitter handle there. And then um, uh, Equip. It's like cool whip. That is is equip.audio. Audio. Not .com, not .net. And how do you spell Equip? E-Q-I-P. That's right. E-Q-I-P. Get used to the .audio, folks. There's a lot of crazy domains out there i know i like the dot today yeah. that's a cool one too there's so many things you can I do like with it. dot ninja <laughs> dot guru <laughs> seriously yeah i saw that too i'm like seriously really that's what we need right did anyone grab guru dot guru because that would be awesome i want to be the guru of gurus or the ninja guru or guru ninja <laughs> that'd be cool no no it someone it's, it's pretty lame. someone grabbed noflex.zone and have that song playing <laughs> when you go to the website which is awesome that is pretty good same with rayban.vision but yeah <laughs> well cool uh, Shmir, i'm really happy to have you uh, certainly it did require two segments because <laughs> you have a lot going on you've been helping build a lot of cool stuff and i i'm excited for it to see what happens once you get out of gt because what you've done while at georgia tech has been quite amazing so I thanks for coming it. on and, and keep doing what you're doing man just uh, let likewise, us know how the world likewise. can do you, you know, guys are killing it. it well we are podcasting like you wouldn't believe so <laughs> Thanks for being on. Thanks. TechSquare ATL is a media studio connecting you to the heart of Atlanta's tech community. Copyright Sandbox Communities, LLC.